Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Impossible Until Possible podcast with myself, Ryan Luke, and today I am currently sat overlooking the Burj as I sit in one of my apartments on the Palm in Dubai. So I thought it would be a great time to talk about scaling a short-term rental business overseas and into international locations, which I get asked about all the time ever since I started to operate not only in multiple cities in the United Kingdom, but also now moving into other locations around the world. Now, for me, serviced accommodation, short-term rentals, holiday furnished lets, whatever you may call it, is a great industry. But it's only possible to scale it if you have good systems and processes. And whenever I get asked how I manage to operate in different locations that aren't on my doorstep, I always come back to the same thing, which is the systems and processes behind the scenes. That That is the magic source for me. And, you know, I'm pretty sure that if you look at any successful business, they have great systems and processes to be able to onboard and deliver the product and make sure that a high standard is met. And that's no different in what we do. You know, our product is obviously the hosting of guests using a property. And what we have to do is make sure that we can deliver that five-star experience. And over the years, I I came out of a, a job where you basically had to exchange time for money. And one thing that I wanted to do with my property business was automate it as much as possible and make sure that I could have it running and earning money as much as possible whilst I sleep. Because I think that is the ultimate business. If you can have a business that pays you while you sleep, then I think, you know, you've you've pretty much cracked it. And yes, there's always going to be, you know, a need for humans and people. And, you know, my team are absolutely amazing. And, you know, there's certain things that you cannot replace with robots and technology. However, I do believe that a good mix and a good balance between the two allows you to achieve that goal of you know building a business that that makes money while you're sleeping and for me uh, that's kind of what i did in the uk so i initially obviously started in newcastle upon tyne as most people know and then pushed it out throughout the uk wide and as i built the confidence up knowing that actually i don't need to be near a property to make it work you know we can literally take on properties anywhere and you know i'm pretty sure if i had people in technology on mars be able to do service to combination on Mars as long as obviously we knew there was going to be a demand of travelers there, which, hey, listen, one day that might happen. Crazier things have happened. You just never know. Um, but, you know, back to reality. Once I um, had the vision of, of going back to Dubai, obviously I used to live here, so I always wanted to come back. It was it was kind of a, a personal goal as well as, you know, I know the business here is good. I know the ADRs are high. The operational costs are fairly similar. So naturally, if you get this place working, there's some more profit available uh, than the UK. And there's also a bit of a different market out here as well. So not only do you have the tourists, but you also have, you know, the corporate travel and the expatriate travel as well, which we don't have in the UK as much, uh, but it's a big, a big game out here for us. So that in itself has allowed me to tap into the market here and continue to build the portfolio. And I can see in 2022 that, you know, we will continue to push hard here. We'll continue to build the team here and it will become 
a huge part of the business. It already is a huge part of the business. We've had a very strong three, four months. We've acquired circa 50 units and, you know, we're feeling the benefits of that right now with it being peak season here. You know, the place is absolutely chock-a-block with, you know, tourists and people coming to visit the expo and everything else that's going on. And a lot of our stuff as well, we have on the longer-term rentals, not ASTs as it's known back home, but what I call the medium-term rentals, which is, you know, more than your sort of holiday seven to ten day stay, but less than a six-month contract. So, you know, there's plenty of that as well, which gives a good mix to the portfolio, obviously reduces the cost because we're not having as many turnovers and as many cleans. And, um, you know, it just blends quite nicely with what we're trying to do. But the main thing here is, you know, we've built some great, great relationships with uh, real estate agents. And that was my goal when I came here in, I think it was early October, I came and it was, you know, my goal to spend 10 days here and just make people build those relationships, get to know people. And I, I didn't stop, you know, went on a lot of viewings. But I wasn't going on viewings to view properties. I was going on viewings with the specific intention of finding out which real estate agents I can leverage and I can partner with for the long term and which ones are going to benefit me, which ones are going to be interested in working with us long term. And we identified a handful. And today we currently work with that handful of agents and they constantly give us more and more properties. I've actually just recruited one of those agents to work for me full time and make the switch, uh, which again was one of my intentions with that initial trip is, you know, build enough relationships, find good people. I'm always on the hunt for good people. And I think that's key to any business. You know, if you can find good people, you will scale your business. So um, I met with, you know, them and they were recently on board of them and they're going to be, you know, a business development executive for me next year out here in Dubai. And they buy into the vision of what I'm looking to achieve here next year which is circa 200 plus units picked up and added into the portfolio. And that would really cement us as one of the big players here. Um, you know, I feel like we're already in about the top seven, but I do think we can we can start scratching the surface and knock into that top three by the end of the year. And, you know, if you set yourself high targets, you know, you aim for them and you wrap around good people into your business model, then you will achieve that. And, you know, for me, it's vital to find good people. If you're ever... In a, and I do this all the time. If if you're in a a Starbucks and you feel like there's a really good servant who just would be a perfect fit for a role in your business, whether it be front of house or hospitality type stuff, or whether they actually feel, you know, you might be in a a closed store and you know you might feel like the person serving you just has a bit more to offer than being, you know, a an agent that sells clothes in, you know, whatever TK Maxx or H and M or whatever it might be. Approach them. How would you like to work in the property industry? How would you like to work in the real estate industry? How would you like to earn X, Y, and Z? You know, and just get a good feel for them. Go for a coffee with them. Meet them. This is where I have picked up a lot of my good staff, you know, and they stay with me for a long time, you know. And that, I think, again, is one of the key fundamentals to being able to run a business at an arm's length in different countries, several thousand miles away, is having good people that you can trust and rely on. And those good people tend to be consistent. They stay with you a while. And also that consistency creates the knowledge. They create the skill sets, they create the experience, and then they don't become dependent on you as much. If you invest your time in the training of your staff, 
up front, which is something I do a lot of. I mean, naturally, this this just falls part of you know my ability to inspire others and lead others, and you know, naturally, my mentoring and my mentorships. You know, if I can mentor other people how to build successful businesses, and I can mentor other people how to change their mindsets and become different in the way that they operate and the way that they think about things, then why can't I do it for my staff? Well, of course I can. In fact, they are more important in you know in in, in an essence because you know they they are directly responsible to me. I have brought them out of a job, and I am you know taking their security away from them to give them a chance in my business. So I don't want them to fail. So I see them as super important, and therefore I have to firsthand make sure that they are going to make it work. Not because I want them to work for me, but because I want them to work for themselves. Because if I can get them to work for themselves and start making the money that they need to to make, then ultimately they're going to stay with me for a long time, and I know that that will serve my business tenfold. So I go deep whenever I have a new um, staff member. I had a initiation with one today, um, or in fact, over the last 48 hours, I've spent four solid hours um, with this person, and they will be going into the office tomorrow to start fully, and they're pretty much well-equipped. Now, they're not going to take everything in, just like any mentoring program. You know, it ain't going to happen overnight. You're not going to do two days with somebody and then all of a sudden be able to crack the business, but one thing is I've given them a good foothold. I've set them up properly. I've given them a good insight into the business, into the vision of the business. And that for me is how I personally feel like I get a good buy-in from my staff and also that they are part of the vision and they want to work for the business, which then means they'll go the extra mile. They'll put in the extra hours. They'll do what's required at times. And they're not just ticking a box, which you do often see in many companies. And that for me has allowed me to scale. No doubt about it. I say it all the time. I could not have scaled the way I have without my amazing team. And my amazing team now continues to build in other countries And I have a plan for five more international acquisitions next year in terms of locations. So, you know, that will hopefully see us push uh, deeper into Portugal, into Australia. And I've currently talked with someone in Asia and Switzerland. So, you know, that's just kind of where my vision is now because I've got the confidence of moving overseas. Firstly, I had the confidence of moving out of my home city, seeing that work. Then that worked throughout the whole of the UK, in Scotland, in Wales, etc. And then I went abroad to Dubai and that worked. And that has then given me the confidence to want to push further and further and further afield. And it makes you think, well, there is actually no limits on this. So could I move over to the States? Of course I could. And that is also on the radar as well. But what I'm now looking at is where are the highest ADR So the average daily rates, where are the highest ADR cities versus the lowest cost comparisons? So rather than just willy-nilly going, okay, I'm just going to move to this city, I'm just going to move to that location, there's actually a bit of a strategy behind it now in that, okay, well, if I'm going to go to a city, if I'm going to invest a fair bit of time and obviously money to get set up, I might as well try and find the places that offer the biggest profit potential. So I've got a list of 22 countries uh, or cities that have the highest ADRs all all the time. And 
You know, it just really excites me that we can we can push and look at things based on data. You know, taking emotional decisions out of business really helps you move forward at a faster pace. Time and time again, you see people getting held back by um, you know decisions that they um, don't really know much about, or, or they have uh, haven't got the data or the confidence, or like recently here, which. <laughs> You know, and and again, like people do it with the best of their ability, and and they're just trying to be nice. But people say, oh, well, you know, the, the management thing doesn't really work out here, and this, the rental thing, da 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 da. And, you know, and I, I'm 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 taking on board and saying, okay, I appreciate what you're telling me, but you don't know my business. You don't know my business model. You know, I appreciate as a real estate agent, you might get a few you know comments here and there, and you're probably you know dealing with many different companies. And seeing a few different things to what I see. However, you don't know the ins and outs of my business. So how can you say that this doesn't work here? You know, and, and that was, um, someone told me that about a year ago. And, you know, here we are, you know, sat with uh, multiple units all over the um, city of Dubai. And, you know, doing very well. So had I listened to that person then, you know, I might have thought, oh, maybe it doesn't work there. But I didn't. I trusted the data. I trusted in my business model. And I took the risk. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, if you want financial gain, you've got to take some risks. And, you know, I, I took the risk. And, you know, and here we are today. So and we'll continue to build on that. But really, for me, was it a risk? Not really. I'd proven the business model over and over in the UK first. And then I had the data. And I had the setup. I then, you know, tested the data here. I had a look at a few things and, you know, put all the calculations together and pretty much doing everything that you can in terms of, you know, the analysis that I, I teach my students how to do is, you know, the, the, the sort of just spreadsheet analysis, look at your area, look at all the, the vital statistics. And then, you know, from that, you can make accurate decisions as close to risk-free as possible. Obviously, nothing in investing or property is risk-free, but you know, all we try to do is limit the potential shortfalls or mistakes. And by doing that, we can then make confident decisions and ultimately thrive. But so many people get held back by listening to other people who don't have the full facts. They base their decisions on assumptions. And that's one thing that I've really taught myself to come away from over the last few years is stop basing anything on assumptions you know get the facts once you've got the facts you can make clearer decisions and for me the profit is in the detail so go deep into the detail that less mistakes are made by going deep into the detail and that ultimately means you make more profit so you know that can be little things contract details it can be rental agreement details it can be the way that you set things up. It can be the details of your systems and processes. It can be the training details that you offer to your staff. Whatever it is, go deep in the details because that is, for me, where less mistakes get made by putting the effort in at the beginning and ultimately you end up with more profit, which you can then reinvest. And then the cycle of the reinvestment allows you to scale at a much faster pace than the norm. And, you know, that's something that I've done quite well, I think, over the last few years and will continue to rely on over the next few years as we continue to scale in all these amazing places. But, you know, Dubai, for me, is a, a great place, a great territory. And, um, you know, there is an abundance of opportunity here. It wasn't the easiest place in the world to get set up. There's a lot of 
hoops that you have to jump through to, to get set up. But I feel, you know, we've done that and 2021 was a great year and a great kickstart for our venture out here, which will be a long-term venture, just like the UK and just like all the other countries. And we will continue to grow and, and scale and continue to build relationships with people because, you know, that is what property is about. It's, it's nothing more than a relationship game. You know, if you if you put the time and effort in, you think about other people rather than thinking about yourself and you look to get win-win situations or even sometimes win-lose. And when I say lose, you're the loser, but you're not really losing. It just means you're maybe getting less than you think, but you're still winning at the end of the day and you make them feel like they're getting the majority of it or the lion's share. You know, at the end of the day, you know, you just want to get moving. You just want to get started. And every single deal is unique. You know, you've got to try and piece them together to suit everybody. But, you know, just like I did in the UK, we got, you know, no deposit deals. We get, you know, extension of contracts for set of periods. We get free periods. We get all sorts. And when I first came here, people like, oh, no one will ever go for that here. It's one check only. And, you know, this and this and this and this. And, you know, again, just basing things on assumptions. You know, they don't know my business model. They don't know the value that we can offer to real estate agents, landlords, property owners. You know, they, they haven't got a clue. But once we start working with the right people, once they start to see our vision, buy into our vision, deliver the value, once we deliver the value, once my team members deliver the value, then ultimately people's minds start to change. Because I say it time and time again, you know, we are the best tenant that any landlord could possibly have. Not here, not just here in Dubai, everywhere. We are the best tenant. And if you passionately believe it like I do, then you will get the results. You will be able to acquire a lot of property on terms that are very favorable to you and your business. But if you don't believe in it, then you won't. And you'll end up having to go by the, you know, the usual format that I see of, of desperation Oh, you know, I'll just sign any agreement. I'll not even look at the terms and yeah, whatever. Just let me know how much you want. And, you know, because it's great, I've got an agreement, you know, and by investing with emotion, you end up making mistakes, you end up getting into the bad deals or you end up costing yourself a lot of money. You know, there's a few simple wins that you can do with contracts, set of periods, payment terms that just buy you some extra time to be able to then start making profit before you're even paying rents. And, you know, that's something that I've been able to do quite well over the years through Good, good good sales and negotiation skills and understanding how to create a win-win partnership with whoever we're dealing with. You know, and these are all skill sets that you have to learn, whether you're operating in Dubai, whether you're operating in the UK, US, it does not matter. You know, the skill sets, the language patterns that you have to teach yourself, the mindset that you need to strengthen to be able to pull this off. I could give you the full strategy that I implement here. I could give you the scripts. I could give you the value adds. I could give you absolutely everything. You may still not get the same results if you have not got the right mindset, if you do not harness these skill sets, if you do not learn them and you know make them become part of your vocabulary and the language that you use and change the mindset, change your mindset by rewiring it, you know, by speaking different language to yourself every single day. You know, we talk about this a lot. And it's something that I've worked hard on, you know, over the years. And ultimately that then allows me to not so much now speak to the agents because I don't really get involved in that so much now. But what I do do is I impart that onto the team 
And then the team starts speaking the same language. The team start echoing the same values. The team, you know, drive into the passion that I feel and, and the vision of the business. And they want to be on that roller coaster. They, they really do want to go on that journey. And when that is all firing at the same time, then, you know, the sky's the limit, you know. And I look back now and think, you know, I'm sat here, you know, staring out under the sea in the beautiful sun, uh, looking at probably a 30 million pound villa sat on the end of one of the palm stems. And, uh, and I think, yeah, I'll have one of them one day. Or, you know, I'll have 500 apartments here one day. I'll have, you know, probably some assets here one day. Um, you know, three years ago, I, I didn't even know really this game. You know, I, di- I did not know what service accommodation was. But I've put my business skill sets over the last 20 years, my life skill sets over the last 30 however years, into play. I've continually worked on them. You know, I've continually worked on myself. You know, I continually work on my health and my fitness because that supports everything else. And, you know, I constantly talk about the trifecta game. Please, please, please do not think you are going to create an ultimate property empire by just understanding a property strategy or understanding how to source deals. There is so much more to it. However, it is a good starting point to just get started. But know that if you want to be successful in business, that you're going to have to work hard on a lot of other areas of your life. You know, as I say, the trifecta game, making sure that your business acumen, your business skill sets are up to to speed, making sure that your mind and your body is at an optimum level at all times and making sure that your fulfillment levels with your family and loved ones are also there as well. And when you get all three of these aligned, then everything comes together and it feels like it comes together effortlessly. So, you know, start thinking about that, thinking about maybe where you're not putting enough time and effort in and where you can get better and then dive into the research. Obviously, if you want any help on this, you know by now that I mentor people, I show them, I, you know, I consult for businesses, you know, we dig into property, we dig into mindset, we can dig into health and fitness, whatever it looks like, whatever help you need, I can help you. All you got to do is go to my website, ryanklook.com and reach out to me. But you don't need me either. At times, there's a lot of stuff that you can do yourself. There's a lot of changes that you can do yourself. There's a lot of disciplines that you can do yourself just to get yourself started. And that is the main thing. So, you know, hopefully I have inspired you today. That was the reason I wanted to do this podcast, you know, from here. I'm not telling you these numbers and statistics or what I'm seeing or where I'm sat to brag. I'm doing it to inspire you, you know, to show you how far you can come in a very short space of time if you're prepared to put the work in. And, you know, it is possible. Anybody can do this. You know, anybody is meant to be an absolute genius and anybody is meant to be, and, you know, everybody is meant to be an absolute game changer. No matter what you want to do, if you put your mind to it and you have a strong enough why, you will change where you are right now. So chase after your dreams. Don't listen to the naysayers. Be confident in your decisions and make good decisions. Make good choices every single day. And don't forget to put the hard work in and you definitely will get them. So that's it for today. I am going to take my lovely family out for some dinner. And I appreciate 
all your time listening to the podcast. I appreciate your support. It really means a lot to me and continues to drive me to want to step out for 20 minutes and record a podcast for you, you know, um, and also continue to support you and answer all your emails and answer all your questions that I get on my social media channels. You know, please keep them coming and I uh, will see you next for our fitness podcast later on in the week which does it fall on you i think maybe it does um if you haven't listened to the previous podcast from the last couple of days please dig in them and um you know get some insights onto how you can start changing that mindset that i was talking about earlier and as always please don't forget to share the podcast give me a like share etc thank you very much have a great evening take care